0: A comedy video game design podcast where we take your lovely, delicious, sexy, awful, brutally bad ideas and turn them into the next AAA titles. I am one of your hosts, Blake Rea.
1: I'm your other host, AJ Hart, and today we have a special guest with us. We have Ooh. the disaster cousin of the video game industry. Ooh.
2: It's Will Overgaard! <laughs> hey! Ooh. What's up, you What's know what it's it's so much better hearing someone else introduce me like that. I think I'm keeping that title. I think that's my go-to. Now. <laughs> I'm glad you liked it because it felt mean. It felt
1: mean to me I, when it, when I said I was like, "Uh oh, this feels like a mean thing."
2: Well, no, to both I... of you, thank you for having me on. I'm ready to come up with some some dumb and some weird. I'm ready to. Wax lyrical on disastrous AAA nonsense. I actually really, really quick before we jump into that. Didn't somebody
0: recommend like we bring you on? Like we we met you through like a a fan submission, right?
1: Yes, that was from April Fool for Your Love and No More in Your Eyes at Dust in Your Eyes. Oh, feckin' always, no always a mouthful.
0: Thank you very much for the recommendation. Will, we are so happy to have you on. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Like what <laughs> what, what, what brought you to the game industry? Where are you in the game industry? And how did
2: you get that moniker? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll give you the speed run. Uh, okay. I've I was in the games industry for god, a little over ten years. Whether I am or am not now is really a matter of perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would say I gained the uh, the moniker of disaster cousin. Because I-, I tried to think of where I fit in today's games industry. You know, how you've got, like, you've got Osama, who is, like, the good dad of the industry. And you've got, you know, people like Rami, who's, like, the cool uncle. Like, like where do I fit in this family dynamic? And I realised that I'm, like, the disaster cousin... Like I'm the the, the one the uh, they tell you like look at Will if you don't if you don't buck up you might end up like this guy. <laughs> uh, I also seem to make friends with a lot of the disaster tier Indies as well. Um, mm-hmm. So it just seems to be my little tribe, and I'm happy with. Now, that. Now, what do you define as a disaster tier indie? Mm, okay, you know what, disaster tier indie doesn't mean an independent developer who is not succeeding. It's no, individuals who it, it, it sounds who like are... something
1: that's wild and crazy and doing what they want to do.
2: Yes, at 100%. People, who, like, I gravitate towards weird projects, messed up games, uh, games that go arty in a way you didn't expect. Like, that's my bread and butter. Hmm. Um, you have tech... any that you're willing to plug right now? Oh, shit, yeah. I mean, Um <sighs> The big one that keeps staring at me from my collection is Golden Light, obviously. Um, and God, I don't know if I'd call Unmetal necessarily a disaster tier indie, but it is one of the funniest comedy games I've played in ages. Hmm. Um, On and... metal,
1: I love the image that I received yeah. when googling the phrase "on, On metal game." Right? <laughs> game. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome, friends. You're welcome. Oh my god! Is that just
0: is
2: is that supposed to be Snake? Right, you know what? I'm gonna tell you nothing else because if if you decide to make a video around it, you'll be rewarded with glorious, glorious tier nonsense. Oh my god! Wait, is this is this single player or
0: is this multiplayer? It's single player. Ooh, okay. I might need to boot this up then. Oh, right on. Put a pin in that. Sweet. Well. Uh, Will, as you may know, we take disaster video game ideas and try and make our own little disaster indies. So,
1: AJ, do you want to do a game idea? Do you want me to do a game idea? Or is Will going to give I'll, a game you idea? You know what? I'm willing to show the, new, the fresh meat how it's done around here. <laughs> yeah. All right. Come on. Flex on the green bean. Let's go. <laughs> this submission comes from Reddit. User Squid Pope. Chris Angel Mindfreak has decided to open a new business keep chris happy and also away from the customers and merchandise. We'd love a good shop maintenance game around so, here, team. So, it, how do we create an antagonist within the shop because he's trying to mind freak people? Have you ever tried to run an establishment with a magician? You turn around and this motherfucker's going to release pigeons inside your place. He's going to make product disappear. He's going to make somebody spit out $250 worth in quarters out of their mouth. And that's not going to make anybody happy. So
0: is this, I guess like what stands out to me here is, is this like a shop that maybe not Chris Angel Mind Freak opened themselves, but it was like, hey, some store owners like, hey, I'm going to cash in on the Chris Angel Mind Freak like brands. And it's just kind of, he invited, he invited the devil into his like, into his home kind of situation. Where it's you, okay? It's you're trying to do the store. You have to like allow Chris Angel Mindfreak to be around un- enough to where the branding makes sense, but you kind of have to like control like the what what percentage of Mindfreak is going on, or uh, is something like that, or is this just Chris Angel Mindfreak exists in this shop at all
2: times? I, I think, think he right. exists
1: there all times.
2: Let me pitch at you because okay. as soon as you said that, I was like, all right, I, just, I went into I went into the vault. And my mind conjures force this incredible experience. It's one part Shadow of the Colossus, one part Overcooked. You and a group of friends <laughs> must simultaneously manage the store while keeping Chris Angel engaged, either by throwing new punters at him that he may enact his mind freak, um, or by allowing yourself to be uh, trapped into one of his uh, spheres of trickery while everyone else tries to run a feckin' business. The additional challenges, no. if you've got someone Vomiting dollar bills on the floor That's got to be handled that, That's a medical emergency and a source of cash <laughs> Chris Angel Cannot be stopped, he cannot be Defeated, he can only be Managed, handled, maybe even Harnessed, like late so- game play Is about proccing the right kind of mind freak maneuvers in certain areas of the store to maximize profitability (laughs) late
1: late game mind freakers will know that mind freak (laughs) is capable of making an entire elephant disappear what can how can we weaponize this for a business where does the
2: elephant go that's the challenge. <laughs> Mind Freak! <laughs> <laughs> cool. so he's just made a bunch of people clap and be impressed that a whole-ass mammal's gone. That mammal is now, in the fucking kitchen, wrecking shit up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You've got a real problem on your hands, team. So I love this. Okay, so it's a four-player, overcooked style, where but Mind Freak is out and about in the businesses, roaming, doing uh-huh. his
2: terrible deeds. Yeah. Now, if we wanted to go hard, we could go for an asymmetrical multiplayer title where someone takes on the role as Chris Angel. And- I feel
1: that giving the players the ability to control Mind Freak gives them too much power. If mm-hmm. if there ever is a system where players are able to play as Chris Angel, Mind Freak, it will only be via a weird hack like in super smash brothers melee i think there was a way for you to play as master hand but you had to like select one character
2: to be playing as yoshi and then hold a bunch of weird buttons and then like usually i'd agree with you but i'm pondering this i'm reminded of the michael myers mechanics from dead by daylight um Mm -hmm. just in case anyone hasn't seen it so when playing as michael myers in dead by daylight you have to stalk your opponents so you just have to stand there and look at them Reminiscent of the movie Halloween. So, to charge up your powers, you become like f- um, faster and quicker and deal more damage the more time you spend standing there looking at people. With Chris Angel, you got to start with the small freaks, you know, coins disappearing, dollar coming out of your ear, you choose a garden, I'm doing a float. Working up to the big, like, oh shit, now there's a fucking alligator in the store or something. I don't know. Um, no. Okay, this brings up a good question. How does Chris Angel mind freak gain his powers? Exactly. He has to he has to bust out the smaller mind freaks to kind of charge it up. Do you think he's ever talked about this like in in a public
1: setting? What? How he gets his mind freak on? Yeah, like you know, he's gonna he's gonna die selling the illusion. Is there a world where he's expl- tried to explain to anybody? In in this world has he ever tried to explain to anybody how he has his magic powers? Mm, I, no, because I, I think that's like antithetical
0: to a magician, right? Is the moment you kind of want to explain it, you're no longer, it's it's no longer magic, because you kind of lose it. So could you lean into that where it's, because it, they mentioned it was a store management sim. As your inventory grows, the materials that Chris Angel has to work with also grows, or like the space he has to work with. So you kind of have to balance this you have this store that has all of these things on sale and and uh, maybe it's maybe it's a magic shop it's like people trying to come in there and buy their own like little budget tricks or whatever and that's the stuff that chris angel mind freak has to work with and as the store grows his
1: hunger to do more insane tricks in the space grows you try Indeed. to sell somebody there's a magic a... hat but god do not let chris angel touch that thing yeah Ooh. there's a natural
2: scaling to it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) okay and so the asymmetrical versus mode allows for chris to kind of have like a like an on-the-fly tech tree of different styles of mind freak maneuvers like adding spice to each playthrough Okay. Ooh. The idea that
1: Chris Angel, if we do go with an asymmetric style, the idea that players against Chris Angel are playing as little overcooked people with very limited control schemes yes. and mechanics to really chew in. But Chris Angel has a full skill tree to really just dissect what and where he wants to spec into. Does he want to be fast? Does he want to be powerful? Does he want to build currency? The mm-hmm. Chris Angel has pages upon pages of character choices and the, uh, the other players just have to react yeah this is good and then is that
0: randomized or is that chosen by a player in the ba- in the normal part of the game i think will convinced me to make it a player choice could you, i wonder if you could is there okay so maybe what is the end goal is you want to try and make it to where chris angel doesn't like Chris Angel's working up to some amazingly big trick that'll
1: like wow everybody, but it'll also destroy this store in the process.
0: So are you He's just going to try- make the
1: whole building disappear? You're He's trying to whole- sell things out of the Luxor Pyramid, a place that Chris uh-huh. Angel has made his home and walked up and down the side of it multiple times because he cannot be stopped.
2: Yes. <laughs> so like, are- the inevitability of Angel will always happen. The Luxor will always be gone. So how much profit can you make throughout Chris's entire? set so what (laughs) is the question is how much can you squirrel
1: away so that when he does make the Luxor disappear you're not left with nothing oh
0: so it's like kind of an arcadey high score game where it's like how much money did you make in your last run oh I I can optimize (laughs) this a little bit better then I can make a little bit more money next it's like kind of like Oregon Trail but like a lot more quarters and mind fuckery going on (laughs) Just like See, yeah, and I'm seeing it.
2: there's this like there's this late game rush to the exit. So like learning <laughs> when you have to bug out before the big mind fuck, before the the big <laughs> mind freak. Sorry. Um, do you do you trip up other players so they get pulled into Chris's final trick to get out with more cash? Like you could you could. I rip. think that this is the moment where the players have to work together
1: the most because once Chris okay. has activated the idea of like, here he goes, he's gonna make the building disappear. The safe full of money is still in the building. Your four players have to get in, get the safe and get out before he makes the whole building gone. Ah
2: yes. Could you I okay.
0: I wonder if you could do some backstabby bullshit in that, because like one thing that magicians always do is they like to have assistance. So, what if, like, <laughs> one of the four of you is taken at some point, and you can maybe influence which one of you
2: is taken? And is there. Like, Management of the Luxor may at some point randomly offer a player a contract to be Chris <laughs> Angel's assistant. Yes.
1: Now, you know, what the players are aware
2: of this. You get kind of like a little, a little quiet DM to your session. It's like, oh, hey, uh, management thinks you're doing a great job. Uh, Chris has actually spoken very highly of you, so we'd like to offer you this role. But in exchange, you must make sure the others fail.
1: Ooh. Okay. Yes, I, reminds... love, I love the What's... secret magician angle. What's that? What's that? Is it is it uh, Hidden Agenda, the game that plays around with that? Oh, there's been it's a bunch it, of them. Is it kind of... Uh, I, I think Hidden Agenda might be one that you're reaching for, where, like, mm. Hidden Agenda was a PlayStation... What was the system they were referring I to play, I think it was PlayStation 4, yeah. It, well, like, they had a special name for it. It was essentially, like, what if a Jackbox game control system where everybody's playing on their phone was used to control a narrative game like uh, Until, Until Dawn. Until Dawn and...
0: Yeah, But uh, the catch yes. would be
1: that every couple of scenes, one player would be given a secret motive, like, be extra mean during the interrogation <laughs> sequence. And if that player was able to secure that goal, then they would get a bunch of points. And I think they also got, like, a little coin that they could use later on to count as two votes for one of the choices.
0: Oh, I like it. okay. So is that I the don't, I was
2: thinking of... Oh. Sorry.
0: Uh, no, 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 <laughs> I'm getting no, overexcited no. on the idea. Um, <laughs> I mean, do we want to put a pin in
2: it and we can always come back to it? I think we have a idea. fully formed asymmetrical betrayal Chris Angel mind freak <laughs> management simulator.
1: <laughs> because I think that not enough asymmetric games bother with the idea of like striking a deal and working with the murderer for just a brief amount of time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
0: Alright, I, I want to pitch you guys on another idea. I want to put a pin in this okay okay this one comes to us on twitter from shitpostourawuga at (laughs) olson6 a crafting game with recipes from the anarchist cookbook really quickly are both of you okay with being put on a watch list for like maybe the next 10 years before i talk about this (laughs) Uh,
1: Are you asking me to Google the anarchist cookbook so that I can
0: make jokes? I don't, 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 don't Google it. I'll put you, I think it's like one of those few books that the moment you type it into Google and search for it or try and buy it, you are immediately put on a watch list. So, uh, those at home. Uh, Is that real?
1: I always thought that that was a
0: fake thing. No, that's a real ass thing that happens. Um, There's, they, there's like. Uh there's two systems. One, there's like if you search it into Google and if you try and look for uh there are certain books at a library that if you grab it um you are also put on uh oh list. <laughs> What if I
1: say at the end of my Google search, no, no, it's a joke?
0: <laughs> it's a joke. Legally a joke. Anarchist
2: cookbook. Legal. For, for ah, <laughs> oh, yes. That great CIA defense line. No, no, no. It was just for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> so so for those that... Uh, your honor,
0: it was a bit? It was the goof-em-up? So, <laughs> it was just a little ha-ha. For those that don't know, uh, the Anarchist cookbook is a real book that actually exists. And just to give you a little bit of insight, uh, AJ, my brother owns it, so you... you you know how wacky my brother is. Trevor would own this fucking thing. <laughs> this this is a book that's all about building bombs, like legitimate bombs. <laughs> like, hey, you you want to know how to make like flamethrower liquid out of styrofoam pellets? Well, here's how. Like, what the f- Are f-
1: either of you two familiar with the manga Batum? No. <laughs> Um, Batum is a manga about a bunch of people that get stuck on an island together And they're all given fancy grenades And it's, it's just like a murder game
2: <laughs> Series But every character has different weird styled grenades See As a concept though I think this one is actually the easiest It's just like Super twitchy cook serve delicious That's it, that's the game it writes itself. let coo- cook, serve, delicious. What? So cook, serve, delicious is a cooking game with a lot more of an intricate control, but a lot more intricate elements. So like, you know, when cooking things, you have to fry them the right way, serve them the right way. You know, you have a fully stocked kitchen. It's the same thing, but it'll never be released on Steam, and playing the game will put you on every watch list ever. Well, Boom. No, no, Done. no. So, so I, <laughs> the The route, the route I want to go with, I do
0: love the idea okay. of a hyper-realistic thing, but something I've been, like, my parents have been watching a lot of, and this is the reason I picked this submission, is they've been watching a lot of uh, Cake Wars yeah, Either of you watched that, where it's like <laughs> just two teams making amazingly fabulous cakes of intricate designs. What if you had to do some sort of cooking game where you are a Hitman-style character, where the only way you can kill... Um, somebody, is by cooking them a dish that is infused with an explosive. And it's this balance of how lethal it is versus how intricate and well designed and well baked or cooked it is. So it's, it, you it has to be, it has to look good enough to get past all the guards, and it has to be look good enough to be eaten, but it can't look so good uh, that it just is
2: an, a regular ass cake. And each, so uh, each level I'm, would if require I'm picking up what you're putting different down. If If I'm understanding what you're putting forward, you are suggesting that we combine Hitman, starring the iconic Agent 47, with the Great British Bake Off. Yes,
1: extreme. Yes, Yes, exactly. And you know what? This is the exact rebranding that Cooking Mama has needed since the last two (laughs) years. When they released a game that was Farming Crypto in the background. I don't know what was going on with that That game. That
0: wasn't a real thing, was it? No. I'm fact checking this really yes. quick. Is wanna... true
1: that Cooking Mama was farming crypto in the background? Ah, oh, no, I was debunked.
0: Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so, are you saying you want to try? That's it, it, we want to create a game that mines that mines, but also puts you on a watch list. That's the
2: trade-off. No, I think just the watch list Honestly. is good enough. I know we're going more back into the baking section rather than the anarchy section, but I just, I love the idea. It's a legit cooking game where you pick the kind of cake or the kind of pastry you're gonna make because it has to, like, hide, like, I don't know, a pistol or a dagger or a specific kind of poison. Which you must then take past guards, which you must then, like, take into the... Paci- oh, no, it is me. Uh, chef Von makes a sandwich. I'm here with your gateau. Is that a silencer sticking out the front of it? Uh, no, it's uh, frosting. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: you each one, each... are the chef that has been assigned to be the partner for Hitman 47. Yeah. Oh. He comes to okay. you with his laundry list, and he says, look... I know this is going to sound buck wild, but I need you to hide a gun in this sandwich. (laughs) You are then responsible for picking out what sandwich would most effectively hide a gun. It's not going to be a pastrami. We know that that's not going to work. Philly cheesesteak sandwich, though, you know that that's got enough bits and moving around parts that it's going to hide literally anything you put in there.
2: But you've got to take the grease into consideration, the viscosity, like, you might end up with a non-functioning, like, a tool of assassination <laughs> if you go too heavy on the cheese or the sauce. So do you, like, is, just...
0: is this kind of like an optimization simulator where it's like you make the thing, the you make the food at the beginning of the level and then you just kind of watch really quickly Hitman going through the level with the thing you cooked?
1: and you get to see how he utilizes it. It's like Space Program. You watch
2: how yes, it fails, and then you yes. get to make a new meal. Yes, you get to make yeah, a new I, meal. Yes. I would actually play the heck out of that. That sounds I play the, great. I play the
0: fuck out of that. That sounds awesome. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. I want to put another pin in that one. Uh, Will, do you have a game for
1: us? It's your time to shine. We've shown you how it's done.
2: Oh, sadly, I did not come with a with a pre-cooked... Yeah, see what I did there. Uh, with a the pre-cooked <laughs> concept in mind, um, okay. but I've been enjoying uh, riffing on these wonderful suggestions. Like I feel that's my that's my spice that I can add to this. Uh, am I just hungry? Did we just get on the subject of food we and We did make here? a food we game and made us all hungry. Right before I, dinner, I, I, so I'm, yeah, yeah, it is just
1: about food time.
2: Fair <laughs> enough. I'll I'll okay. we'll go ahead and take point then. Okay. I'm here to I'm here to enable you both on this chaos journey that you brought me honestly, on. And honestly, I
1: think this is the exact professional angle that we've been looking for. We haven't had the opportunity to work with anybody really in the industry, so I'm <laughs> I'm excited to finally prove that we can match pace with the real with the real kids. This comes from Caleb Martin Taylor's version at Ascythius, okay. a JRPG where the combat system is wario where microgames
2: now, I actually know somebody making that and it's really good. Sorry, yes. um, it's called Heartbound. Uh, it's an incredible, incredible game. So, uh, does that mean we have to veto if, if someone is actually making it? It's good. Does that mean the concept is vetoed? No, I think we can run with it if we want to. Um, oh, this is cute.
1: I do like the look of it. Um, you know what? Yeah, here's what we'll do we'll have to take it in a different direction than Heartbound. Ah. Okay, okay. So here's, here's the thing. Heartbound looks very cute. It's like a little top-down pixel thing. It's giving me uh, Earthbound vibes. It's one of those like Earthbound-like-looking games that we've been getting a lot of lately, which are very fun and very good, and I'm happy to see more of them. When I first saw okay. this submission, I was imagining something like Near Automata... Yeah, Nier Automata does it. I don't think Replicant does. Where in the second playthrough of Nier Automata, you get to play as a character named Nine X, And when you fight robots as 9S, you don't get a second attack button. You get a hack button. And then every time you hack an enemy, you deal damage to it. But you have to do a little top-down mini game where you're like, shoot. Like, it's a little bullet hell game where you're just a little ship shooting at things. Uh Okay. Uh. But... But the problem with that is that it got really goddamn boring after a little bit. So what That's if good it, point. we just put in a bunch of different mini games, like WarioWare? Mini games where you have to pick a nose. WarioWare games where you have to blow <laughs> into the screen really hard. WarioWare games where you have to shake the DS a lot. I'm realizing that as I'm speaking about this, WarioWare really was at its prime on the DS,
2: huh? Oh, Bob GameCube version. Dude, the Switch game rocks. All right, before we have a Wario throwdown, do you know what we... Here's a direction we can... Because that's a battle that none of us are ready for on a Sunday. (laughs) Mega Man Battle Network. The fact that you could take Mega Man around and you could plug him into any any electronic device and he'd go in and fight viruses. We've got our JRPG set up... um, Whatever it is that we're plugged into articulates the mini game. So we have the standard like foray of WarioWare Little Adventures. But like if you plug it into a toaster, it's gonna be toast themed, into a microwave. But then you start getting into complex things, you know, like, you know, computers, cars, traffic light systems. So each each battleground, each thing you plug into in this title tweaks the environment or the experience a little bit. So you never get that just okay, I've played this one WarioWare minigame 50 times, please end me. It's always got something a little different, a little challenging to it. It it Mm. will always
1: still be the same hit the square button the correct three times. It's just that every time the JPEG you're looking at is a little bit different. So it'll feel like you've played the same minigames 500
2: times, please end me. But we (laughs) can hide it behind the idea that it looks different. Although, once again, this concept has also been done by uh, the DreadX team with their Spookware collection. Spook? <laughs> I feel like this episode, I'm just learning about,
0: like, all of the crazy-ass games that are out there. Like, that are actually out yeah.
2: there. Yeah, I'm not I... a good person to talk to if you want to play less games. <laughs> <laughs> spookware DreadXP. Spookware XP. All right. Yeah, you play three skeleton brothers who accidentally binged horror movies for eleven years and missed school. So now have to go back to the last day of school and try and finish high school. Um, but then they end up being detectives on a murder mystery boat. It's a whole feckin' thing. Oh, love that. Excellent. Weird. But again, no one has made asymmetric versus Chris Angel Mind Freak. So we're still we're still ahead of the game. Here. <laughs>
1: Honestly, it's weird that Chris Angel hasn't made his way into a video game
2: yet. No, Don't there had to of. be
0: like a PS One era game, Chris.
1: Angel- well, now
2: I've got to Google that as well. This Angel- better not put me on a list. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <gasps> the U.S. government's going to try to stop you from mind freaking. Okay, no, you know what? Uh, there is a board game. Yeah,
0: there's like a board. There is a board game for Chris Angel Mind Freak, which is the over 200 Mind Freak magic tricks you can perform. Well, is this a board game, or is this, like, just his own
1: little magic kit? (laughs) Wow. Hey, team, I'm on the chrisangel.com website, and this is a website. Uh. (laughs) Like, does
0: it feel like it wasn't really all that well designed?
1: Hey, Chris Angel's advertising for a pizza joint called Chris Angel's ABLP? Breakfast, lunch, and pizza? A restaurant (laughs) from Chris Angel?
0: Is this in Vegas? I'm going to Vegas in a week. In a
2: week, and I need no. somewhere to weird to go. I, I, I'm, I'm going to the same website. I need to check this. It, no, it is Chris <laughs> <Hey>. Angel's. A, <laughs> what, what even is that logo? It's why like he stole the, Denny's.
1: Why is it the phrase "breakfast, lunch, and pizza"? Like, are those the three meals? <laughs> the three food categories. <laughs>
0: I mean, haven't you seen how jacked Chris Angel is? That's how you get so jacked. You just eat breakfast, lunch and pizza.
2: Breakfast, lunch and pizza.
1: Are you looking at eatblp.com right now because I cannot express how generic website this website is. Right. Do I just try typing Chris Angel mind
0: freak website or like <gasps> Yes, please. No. I'm Chris so angel. sorry. Okay, um, so-
2: oh. All right. Oh. I need you all to be on the eight. I need you to be on the uh, the Eat uh, BLP website, uh-huh. and then when you are there, when you're ready, I need you to click on menu and come with me on a fucking journey. I'm so sorry, we've destroyed your podcast. Video games are cancelled. So- it's a Chris Angel event, but I need you to look at the menu because fuck me, running. Chris's bag of tricks. A happier kid's meal. <laughs> Featuring oh what can only be described as the Gaia Online avatar of Chris Angel. <laughs> it's such
1: a cute little Chris Angel. Like, <laughs> are you seeing the I'm yet?
0: I'm trying to find it. Can you send it to me on Discord? Because I'm having such a, a difficulty.
1: Absolutely, I, I can. Oh, thank you.
2: Yeah, I'll drop it in. You're in for a treat.
1: You're in for a fucking journey. Hey, what's your favorite category? Um, breakfast with an asterisk. You're giving sleepy crush out to the appetizers. Salads for the stars. Hey Chris Angel has a star on Hollywood Boulevard. That's me. What for are him. the phenomena fries? God,
0: hey does Chris the, the little image, I just want to go back to the image of him. does that give you Neopets energy? That weird, like, the
1: <laughs> eyes are kind of bulbousy. the coloring, the shading. Yeah, it's, 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 it's like it... early internet p- energy of, like, check it out, this is my OC. <laughs> hey, can someone please reverse engineer how we got the menu category, you wanna pizza me? Okay, hold on, hold on. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I'm so happy to be a part of this. Any takers, anybody want to explain how we got, well, you wanna pizza me? I don't know, cause it, it, it sounds like he's just trying to do like a
0: oh. <laughs> yeah. Is he trying to is he trying to fight so, us? I'm sorry, I got it. I'm looking to the immediate left of that, underneath famous burgers asterisk, nice buns and a big pickle. Who the fuck is this for? Okay, this is the my back- right? sides are a- the only side. We're, we're all agreeing like this is the backdrop to the video game, right? Like the restaurant. It's not like a. It's not a store. It's a. Re- it's Mind Freak Restaurant. And he's just trying, this people is are trying what to just, just enjoy their meals. Stop. Yeah, go
1: ahead. Like, I cannot have you doing this. I'm not letting you besmirch Chris Angel's whole thing. He is obviously trying to keep Mind Freak out of the restaurant. When you are referring to Eat BLP, I do need you to just say Chris Angel's Eat BLP. Bruh, Please there's... do not put Mind Freak in here. No, I do not. I, I can, I can okay. assure you we cannot fuck with Chris Angel, Mind I'll, Freak's no, legal no, no, team. no, 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 F-
0: no, At the top of Famous Burgers, what do you see? Mind Freak Burger. At the top of You Wanna Pizza Me, Mind Freak Mind Freak Classic. This dude is milking the brand for all it's
2: got. Oh, you think that's good. You think that's good. The final entry is um, a double shot of absolute vodka for a deeper mind freeze.
0: <laughs> mind freeze with souvenir cup. Oh, this is this is this is fucking insanity.
2: And what in the Sam Hill is the love table? <laughs> oh, Oh, you don't know what the love table is? We can reserve the magic room or the love table. The love has a heart for an O. What is going on? Is there a set room in this restaurant?
0: I, Mind free. I, I need to go to this place. I'm so ready to get up in it. Oh, okay. Okay, 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 okay. So, we are the managers yeah, uh, how do we of come back this, this restaurant. What is our goal? Okay. So, we are people just trying to eat their food as food and Chris Angel's trying to be like hey let me let me
1: jazz that up for you let me <laughs> yeah, try Chris Angel's <laughs> walking around to everybody's like hash browns and he's like if you give me 2 minutes i can make a bird fly out of your hash browns <laughs>
2: Yeah, so that's the management. Uh, like that's the management element. Like mm. the more Chris Angel is around customers, the more they buy specifically mind freak related foods, which increases your profits. Mm-hmm. But if he's left at a table for too long, he starts mind freaking them, and then there's like a feckin'... <laughs> The dove coming out, oh. the milkshake ruining their entire meal, and they're having a bad time. So you're the like, more you're, like freak his, energy you're like he his assistant. The closer kind of he gets
1: to making the
0: entire Luxor yeah. disappear. Oh, yeah. this dude, I love this because I'm I I. Uh will i was telling um a freaking uh, aj prior to this i've been playing a fuck ton of uh of uh, frostpunk that's just been my go-to game and something that kind of ah. reminds me of this is like there's a so the basic game premise of the game for those that don't know you're trying to warm your little town and you have this like central engine in in town you can Turn on like the overdrive for that engine, but if you forget that you turned it on, that shit will blow up eventually. So it, we're playing yep. with this game of like, as the game goes on, it's like Chris Angel is this. It, it, the longer his gauge goes up, the closer we'll get to him mind freaking the whole establishment. But all the money's exactly. gone. All all of the all the people are gone. Actually, you know how about that? How about? It's a little bit unpredictable, because you don't. It, that's the thing about Chris Angel Mindfreak. You don't know what's next. You don't know what magic, crazy shit he's gonna do. If his gauge goes all the way up, it can be one of many things, making each run unique. <laughs> so it could be all. Uh, it could be all of the food in the establishment disappears. All the money disappears. All of the building itself
1: disappears. Or uh, maybe. Uh, so is it like a house on the or betrayal at house on the hill? The uh, Chris Angel oh. Mindfreak. Has a bar. It's going to continue to fill. Once it fills, Chris Angel activates Mind Freak mode, where he is going to do a game ending maneuver, making the food disappear, <laughs> making the making all of the food birds, making the building disappear, spawning mm-hmm. 100 elephants. Mm-hmm. When yeah. w- once we know what the what the the mind freak is, now the players go into their mode where they have to figure out how to control as much damage as possible and leave the building while keeping whatever they can, whether that's the food, Ooh. the money or Property rights. Does it does Chris Angel's mind? Freak... the players won't know what they need to be preparing for in the final act until mind freak mode happens. Mm. Exactly. But
2: just like with Overcooked, you're still having to manage like serving orders, things going on. So it becomes as much like a team management thing. Like, okay, who's keeping an eye on Chris? What the fuck is Chris doing right now? Mm-hmm. Oh no, he's charging up his. Everything's now turning into a dove maneuver. Okay, we've got to get out before this place is for just...
1: ten minutes. Can we stop him? please (laughs) how so how
0: do you stop him like we we've talked about like having him move on and stuff like that is it just like you walk up to him and escort him to a new table so it's like yes so oh maybe that's what you have to do is like you have to choose or one of the players in the team has to choose what table he goes to next and after he leaves a table, that table's gauge maybe starts going down a little bit. So it becomes this dance yeah, of like spreading enough Chris Angel mind freakage around to where everybody's motivated to spend more money. But if you yeah. let him sit on anybody for too long, that's when war- like game indie shit happens, and you got to see how yeah. much you can get to get uh, how much you can collect before you can get out of there. I it's, think one of the, the wildest
1: balancing things about all looking together. at this menu, by the way, is how many characters the menu introduces...
2: Oh god, I thought I was the only one still looking at it I'm just (laughs) Flabbergasted by it The you are getting sleepy has been crossed out With sleepy and it says you're getting appetizers Is that a fucking threat? I'm just
1: I just can't get over how many names are being Introduced, we have Costa, we have Lucia, we have JC, we've Got Christos, we've got Shanti We've got Caesar The Rock, JD, Tommy (sighs) Boy, there's so many menu Items in here that have a name affiliate to them, it's Buck Wild. Is that, do you We've think also these got are like three final that moves. his
2: show stories, or something. Yes, maybe. But no, they've also named all his final moves for us. So we have the Mind Freak, um, we have the Mind Feast, and we have the Mind Freeze. <laughs> these are these are pre-cooked names from this fake menu. <laughs> This is not where I thought I would be going with today. I, I, All right. Okay. Well,
0: hey, one, one more thing I want to just talk about on this fucking wildest shit menu. Uh, go to the desserts <laughs> to die for seasonal cheesecake. When the fuck has cheesecake ever been seasonal? Like, what, what, where, what weird place are they buying
2: cheesecake from? Some weird alternate dimension shit so uh, yeah okay. well obviously okay. when when responsibly farming cheesecake you need to make sure it's in season or at least free range like yeah free range cheesecake <laughs> is something i'm very passionate <laughs> about. you don't
0: over cultivate it yeah when the fuck is
1: cheesecake season? <laughs> <laughs> okay okay like, okay, I, I,
2: okay. Like, <laughs> who, who's john and demetra fucking... who who is john and demetra and why do they get a special hot chocolate Why is it different? (laughs) That's exactly what I'm asking.
1: Like, (laughs) the boss Cobb salad. Okay, we know that the boss likes Cobb salad. I don't know who the fuck the boss is. This is so good. Tommy Boy's extreme grilled cheese. Yeah? Can I know anything about Tommy Boy? No? All right. Okay, okay. I want to... Hey, did bef- we ever find out why there's asterisks on some of these menu items? It's probably because there's something at the
0: bottom of, like, the menu that has, like, little asterisks. Nope, g- no, nope, they're just mysterious asterisks. For s- <laughs> there's nothing here. Also, Java Freak? My gotta word. love that. That's all the coffee stuff.
2: Uh- <laughs> oh, <I'm just laughs> you can- you can't just
0: slap Freak on the end of things and then s- then say it's good enough. I hate this. You shouldn't, yet
2: here we are! We are being <laughs> proven wrong in real time by Chris Angel's
0: fucking...
1: Was this bl- the Mind
0: Freak all the Was this the Mind yeah.
2: creep- Hey, stop the call,
1: hold on. Did we just get Mind Freaked? I think we just got Mind oh, Freaked fuck. remotely. God damn it, Chris Angel! You got us again! <laughs> fuck, he's good! He's so
0: good! <laughs> okay. I want Everyone's to figure out ready for this. like what are some of the potential things we have to that like what are the big things that Chris Angel will do if a meter gets filled up? Um, it'll always inevitably get filled up. The game just gets it's like Call of Duty Zombies. It just and it just gets harder and harder and harder as the longer the game goes on. So you'll eventually he'll eventually pull a mind freak that affects everybody and it's game ending. So, like betrayal of a house on the hill, I want to come up with a couple of those things, and what do our characters have to do to like escape it, negate it completely? Okay. Um, so, like, what's the, the first one we talked about is he was going to mind freak the whole building? So, does it does, yeah. it, does the, the building become like this ender. non-Euclidean space thing where it's like it be- basically becomes a, a, a level of Temple Run where you just need to like parkour your way to the end while carrying things. Um, i yes, like I... the
2: non-euclidean angle so the idea is um for for that mind freak maneuver the tables start moving outwards slowly whilst on the outside the uh, the luxor is like, mo- like collapsing in on itself from those inside it seems Oof. to be spreading out Oof. so you've got to make a dead sprint for it because the longer you leave it the further you have to yes run.
0: yes but the longer you leave it or, the more stuff you can collect so the more safes you exactly. can get, the more cash, the more tips from tables you can pick up before running out. So there's that little bit. There's that little bit of like temptation of like, I I have enough time. Maybe I I know how much time I have here. Let me go hit some right? more money. And
2: is it um, okay. the I oh, no, I was just gonna add, because we've got the names of these already, because that's the mind freak. That's the iconic ending. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then we have the fest and the freeze. I'd say the mind fest is the like infinitely spawning elephants. Like everything that has definitely disappear is coming here now. Cars,
1: oh. elephants, people, other buildings. Oh god. Yeah. Everything's just spawning in.
0: Oh no. Okay, but how do you deal with that? So now we know the problem. What is this is is it just you need to make sure. Sh- are you going to see, like, right before something spawns in? And you have to get out of the way of it? If this bit?
1: happens, the. Pl- Yes, I think if this one happens, you get to see when things are going to spawn so that you can dodge. But as more and more people that Chris Angel has made disappear show up, you have to continue to serve them because now they're paying customers. Uh And much like the famed video game Halo ODST, where you were given the mission (laughs) statement to simply survive, you have to continue to serve as many people as long as you can hold out before you lose all of your points. That's the tagline of the game, (laughs) is survive or die.
0: <laughs> Ooh, there we go. Chris Angel's Mind Freak Survivor. <laughs> I like that Chris Angel's Mind Freak Survivor. No, what is uh, mind freeze? My uh oh, time Ooh. freezes. Like everything gets exponentially slower. So cooking goes slower, uh people moving throughout the building goes slower. It just becomes like you need to it, it, Again, I feel like a lot of these revolve around escaping, right? Cuz it's or, actually no, cuz the last one was like a holding out Yeah, until the second it's over. one was like
1: you have to hold out as long as you can and it's just going to get okay. more and more difficult until it becomes impossible to keep up. I like mm-hmm.
2: the time angle. Let's mm-hmm. let's let's jam on that one. Mm-hmm. So okay, Chris Angel, obviously super powerful wizard. He's he's coming close (laughs) to stopping time. This also brings up the possibility of time clone Chris Angel. Time clone (laughs) has been the idea that if time moves forward and backwards in a linear fashion, you could essentially create multiple versions of yourself Uh by time travel. So we increase the number of Chris Angel. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh no no i love that because that makes the counters that makes that's more t- chris angels that you have to manage that means your gauge is yeah. constantly like going up and up and up until he's
2: just like uh-oh chris angels taken over the whole the whole business exactly now if we're following time cop rules if two chris angels touch each other that's the end of all space and time as we know it so you also have to have an increased kind of keep away mechanic like, eventually two Chris's will touch and the Paradox clone situation will just collapse space-time. But until then, you got to keep serving tables.
0: <laughs>
2: now, this, that is the mind freeze. I got Here's my big question.
1: Mm-hmm. Is there a way that we can give players the ability to plan ahead? For example, we... Did you... T- I know Blake played Phasmophobia. Will, did you get the opportunity to play this in excellent indie I, I did game? indeed. Now, Phasmophobia has a great mechanic where there is some sort of ghost or ghoul or goblin in the home, and as you play through the Mm -hmm. game, you are given clues as to what ghost, ghoul, or goblin you are dealing with, so that you can kind of then plan ahead for what you're going to deal with, because you say, I have these clues, I think I know what we're dealing with, so if I go in through these doors and use these lights, I'll be safe. Can we give players small clues to what Chris Angel might be building towards over the course of the game, so that they can start to prepare?
2: I think that would be very doable. I mean, assuming we're moving away from the asymmetrical and that we're having like an NPC Chris Angel, because of the way you have to manage him, you know, moving him to other tables, um, you know, trying to to pull him away from doing certain tricks at certain places, we're gonna have uh, reactionary elements that the players could observe. So whoever's or let's say it's a four player game like early to mid game you need like one to two people to manage chris while the rest handle like you know menu flavored nonsense let me, can I, by can observing I, chris's behavior you might be able to see where he's going down the path can, can yeah, it let me uh, pitch, like you, let me pitch you on something you notice the is
1: filling up a little bit faster so you say i think you might be going to duplicate soon
2: let me let me pitch you
0: guys on something just to kind of lean into cuz like one thing this game feels like it's missing is the motivation as to why you are, like, making money. Like, why is money important? So, in the game, you are serving. And the whole gameplay is that you are trying to serve while making sure Chris Chris Angel's Mind Freak gauge doesn't go up to 100% or else he explodes. After You are trying to sell enough things in the meantime... And at sur- at predetermined intervals, you will unlock a clue, or like a magic card will turn over, and it'll be an image that gives a hint as to what Chris Angel is going to be doing for his final trick. So it's like, hey, it's a tarot card. Yeah, it's a tarot card to reading. His current gameplay strats. Yes, but it's going to okay, be three. Fuck. It's going to be three cards. That way, it motivates why you are trying to sell as much dishes as you can and to unlock all of the hints before he goes into mind freak mode so you're you're, <laughs> yes. you're racing and against the thing time is someone to has to
2: be there like someone has to be there to take the reading which means you go from four players down to three oh. so to get the power to know what chris is going to do someone's going to take themselves out of the game for like you know how long does a tarot reading take like 10 to 30 seconds gameplay time Something. you know because he's going to do his whole the person like person that mind been freak contracted
1: things. by the luxor to be the traitor
2: that's where the offer can come in oh
0: they can be they can be giving wrong tarot readings and like anybody can physically go over and like look at the tarot reading so it's like you can get caught lying which that adds that little bit of a danger element to it so like people can be like hey what can somebody go check the card that was revealed somebody else go with them so we can confirm that that person isn't lying but now you've lost two people,
1: mm-hmm. like, from the kitchen.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This feels yeah. a lot like um, Trouble in Terrorist Town, how it has that, um, that mechanic of, yeah. like, if you guys go into, uh, like, uh, that room, it'll say, like, somebody in that room is a traitor or, like, nobody in that room is a traitor. But it doesn't tell you which one or who. kind of has that mechanic to it. So the tarot card can be yeah. utilized, how, uh, you know, multiple times. But you have to unlock it by well, selling can... X amount of dishes I... or something like that
2: yeah and pulling it back from the asymmetrical elements, see at this point like Chris is a, a force of nature a storm that rolls through mm-hmm. like something that can never be removed only ever mitigated so it, it gives enough additional chaos and this is this is a no joke comment like this means that it adds some spice to the, the Trouble and Terrorist Town style. Like, it's not just a find out who the traitor is because there's this element coming through. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's not just a pure survive against some unknowable force a la Phasmophobia. It is its own fucking special yeah. flavor. If you find out that I'm the traitor, that
1: doesn't do anything other than me now Now instead of me being like, oh, sorry, I wasn't able to move Chris because I was so slow. Once you know <laughs> I'm the traitor, you guys could be like, Chris is at table three. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's weird. I think he's at table four, actually. And, you'll, and I can just lie
2: full stop, nonstop all the time. God, and if it's played by from the first person perspective... That does mean that you that the communication is really important because if you're in the kitchen preparing stuff, yo, you don't know where Chris is. You're relying on someone to tell you.
1: Yes, and it, now first-person perspective brings me to my next question, which is the, one of the most important things about any video game. What does okay. it look like? I was thinking, I was thinking like phasmophobia. Um, Is it, can we please, like please use this Chris Angel mind freak Gaia <laughs> online menu design? <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, see, I'm in two minds because when you initially said this, I was imagining like a, an advanced version of Happy Humbles Burger Farm, right? But now like, course, I'm course looking Happy Humble's
1: at that Burger Farm. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all know how. But Happy now Humble's I'm looking at that Chris Burger Angel Kids Meal Farm.
2: I'm looking at that kids meal art and I'm thinking like, if you take that art style and put it into a first person perspective, you have some haunting shit right there.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, I think the term is often used as creepy cute, something that is should be considered cute, but is deeply unsettling. Like creepy cute yes. would be the aesthetic. Um, also, I keep looking at the menu. I'm sorry. You, you should have introduced me to this. I keep looking at the menu and... The Chris's Bag of Tricks Happy Kids Meal. Each comes with a magic trick taught by Chris <laughs> and a soft drink. But the way they phrased it is that the magic trick will be taught to you by Chris and a soft drink. Yeah. Wait, is the soft drink for, part of the oh, trick? Hold on.
1: Are is you telling me that for five dollars I can go to Chris Angel and give him five dollars for a grilled cheese and he'll tell me how he made a car disappear? Yes let's go <laughs> i don't like this at all. <laughs> i need
0: to be there immediately okay so what so what do we I, I feel like we hey, got the game figured th- out I'm right i'm sorry hey now yeah. i'm
1: looking at the menu again and i need to point out this thing there's a photo of a margarita pizza in here and it's maybe the least appetizing margarita pizza photo i've ever seen in my
2: life <laughs> <sighs> how did how did we get here this was just meant to be t- unplayable games. How did we end up at Chris Angel's breakfast, lunch, and pizza restaurant? So I, I need a, I need a chronology. I need a map. Life <laughs> operates in strange ways, friend. <laughs> it, it, would be, it would be a fool's errand to
1: understand how Chris Angel's mind freaks work. It's true. What are the Phenom chip
2: fries? What are they? What's a Phenom? <laughs> I don't, How come I, uh, the?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you nothing. can get the garlic knots in a pack of lucky thirteen for no real reason. <laughs> it's just kind of funny.
2: <laughs> I just, I could work a thousand years. I could, I could write a thousand scripts or come up with a million ideas, and I would never, ever be able to come up with anything as funny as this menu. I, <laughs> th- like, this is peak. Like, th- this should be parody. This should be a bit. This is a real restaurant that exists. I don't know how to process this. Where
1: is it? Where is Chris Angel's breakfast, lunch, and pizza, and how do I get there?
2: Well, I'm glad you asked. Um, oh, they have a Twitter account. Okay, um, so that's where the rest of my Sunday's going.
1: <laughs> no, let's get that
2: ad deal going. <laughs>
1: Well, we're running up to the end of the hour of the show. Yeah. this is the game, probably, what? isn't it? That's oh, obvious. Yeah, totally. <laughs>
0: it's, it's my uh, Chris Angel's should... mind freak. Serve I've uh sir, serve I've
1: survive or die. Survive, survive or, or die is good. <laughs> um, do Could we it, just put this... a, here? Here's my question: Do we do serve as in service industry? Oh yes, comma yeah. I V E I've. I've Comma, or die, and leave the audience to wonder what the fuck I've means. <laughs> yes.
2: That, in keeping with Chris Angel's breakfast, lunch, and pizza restaurant, I feel that's the most accurate. <laughs> Mind
1: freaked. All right, are we ready for patch notes? I'm ready to go to patch notes. Well, are you ready I'm ready to, to drink. To notes. <laughs> I'm going to need a stiff drink after this. <laughs> Well, great news because at Chris Angel's Breakfast Lunch <laughs> Pizza, you can get the mind freeze, a double shot of absolute vodka inside of your delicious freezy
2: drinks. For a deeper mind freeze? <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to patch notes thank you so much for listening to the show and thank you will so much for joining us today thank if people wanted you. to hunt down
2: more of you and your work where would they find you oh God, thank you so much for having me um friends uh, if you some for some reason after this chaos want to hear more of my dulcet tones <laughs> uh, i am on twitch these days if you can believe it so i am uh twitch.television slash viking blonde um that's where you can find me Right I'll say hello <laughs> and with that we
1: can close the show out as always our intro and outro music is Cheap Shop by Anna Monaguchi an excellent song from an excellent band for an excellent game I've been one of your hosts AJ Hart and I've been your other host Blake Rea this has been Spiritual Successor and these are cool games <laughs> that absolutely
2: should never be made <laughs>